<laughs> Welcome back to the What Is Maven podcast. I'm Jeff Saris. And I'm Amara Andrew. This week we're talking about patience. I should look at you, not her. This week we're talking you can about look at me. patience when you've got it, when you don't, and what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, patience is something that's so important, and we differ on our levels of patience. He so has this more patience with me. <laughs> She's testing my patience. No. Always. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is we're talking about patience. We were talking about it a lot yesterday together. Yes. And I think this will be a really good topic to dive into. How's the volume in your headphones? Mine's a little hot. Mine's a little low. A little low? How's yeah. that? There we go. Okay. I think I'm deaf. When okay. I was working out, I was listening to music really loud. So I think I can't hear right now. <laughs> it's okay. And we're recording from the floor in our Hi. living room. In case you uh, are not watching, you should be on YouTube watching this, watching this right now. But this is where we sit. You can watch me strangle him earlier <laughs> speaking of patience <laughs> but yeah i mean typically for us we're standing standing desk or sitting or being active we don't yeah. really sitting on the floor well we yeah really we sit rarely in sit in chairs we have many chairs in here and we don't use any of them uh, it's just comfortable to sit on the floor i love sitting on the floor like i grew up well that was weird but i grew up you have not grown up <laughs> never but i grew up sitting on the floor primarily just because i don't know it's nice and it's here so i don't know sit on it so where do we start with patience? Well, are you, do you consider yourself a patient person? This is where our conversation started yesterday. <laughs> I have no patience for his answer. <laughs> Bonk. Yes. Oh my God. Can you get there quicker? <laughs> I am in a hurry. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a patient person? This was interesting because I've never thought of patience for myself. Like I try to work on things for myself personally i know you don't at all so never <laughs> i never try to grow growth is against my it's so gross. anyone listening to this wouldn't even know but <laughs> my whole purpose of life if there if one has one for me mine is growth because yes. if we're not growing we're only dying that's exactly the sole purpose for my entire life but go on. yes and i agree wholeheartedly and i've never thought yeah you do I've never thought of patience for myself. Like I know I can be extremely impatient with things, but I try to kind of take the approach of like, well, what else am I doing or why? I kind of try to take the Buddhist philosophy whenever I'm feeling angry, upset, sad, whatever, and just be like, okay, well, why am I feeling this? Like allow yourself to feel the emotion and then just be like, okay, well, why do I feel this right now? Like, what is it that's like that? Like, What's triggering something? I hate the word trigger. It's so overused well, yeah, now, now. But what's that thing that's just like igniting that like sadness or fire or like, I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> I've never killed anybody that you know about. And like, why do I feel that? And trying to kind of figure it out. So then, oh, okay. So now I know in the future I can totally avoid that. So TLDR, I think I'm mostly patient, but I do have a breaking point like I used the analogy yesterday of like when you're waiting for a cup of coffee, if it takes five minutes, whatever, 10 minutes, I would start to get pretty irritated because I'm like, it's just fucking pour the thing. What are you doing back there? Uh, but that's my, I think also sort of it's an expectation because we kind of were talking about well, yeah, this that's yesterday. What, yeah, I kind of wanted to touch on that specifically that it is an expectation of things outside of our control. And this is going to tie into starting a business being extremely yes, successful <laughs> and sort of how to become how to more patient. Your patience. Yeah. 
how to become more patient. I said more pa- how to become more patient. Yes, welcome <laughs> to our Patreons. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be about those topics. But first, you wanted to talk just practically um, as us, but it's expectations. That's what it really comes down to when you when we think about it. So like I have innately always been patient. This isn't going to be about expectations, but you know what I'm going to say. But the the one thing growing up, like when you would get say candy at Halloween, you would get it all some people would eat it all right away i would save all my favorite ones but the problem would be by the time i'd finally open it they were usually chocolate Are you drooling i literally just spit <laughs> you're thinking a huge about glob. thinking about what i'm about to I say know, like mm. halloween candy um but by the time i would eat the chocolate specifically it would all have turned white not bad it's just so old because i delayed that gratification because i was saving it for that moment that i would love it and that's really like how i'm wired that was so weird to me to learn because i was like why as a kid would you wait to eat your candy like i would also ration it out to try to get it to last until like christmas or something but i mean that was like best case scenario because then it's like oh okay then i get more candy for christmas so it's just like candy jar what was your candy jar? It was an ice cream cone. Oh, that's cute. So you put <laughs> like candy you, in your ice cream. Uh, you would have really loved it. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, I just kept mine in my pumpkin. So <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, I had a year round candy jar, though. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, I wasn't allowed to. We didn't really have candy or sugar in my house. We had like weird organic sodas and stuff. See, that's anyway. what's funny. Like I had access to it all the time, but I didn't go for it. That's interesting. I'm not a sugar person. Yeah. I, I collected candy. Well, that's fun. <laughs> what a weird little kid. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> you were a little cutie. Uh, where were we going with that? Oh, so patience. With you. Yeah. What about so this is driving me nuts. There's like a hair right here. Oh, see, impatient. Clean. There okay. we go. Study of impatience. Patience is something that is an art form, I feel. Like it is a constant practice to try to get to be patient i agree on the practice the art form i i don't know about but practice for sure i'm talking out loud i'm thinking as i talk (laughs) but yeah definitely a practice for sure because it's something that you constantly have to be aware if you have those feelings like we looked up the dictionary definition for patience and it was uh essentially just having a feeling of anger or anxiousness around something well because it's not being fulfilled in a timely manner that you yourself should be done yeah your expectations of things outside your control is yes. sort of our it's what we were talking about together and then we looked up the definition and basically it was that so basically patience is a philosophical concept even though i've never heard anyone talk about it that way yeah and but it is realizing what's outside of our control is i i just like this quote but it's nothing is neither good nor bad. Only thinking makes it so. Mm-hmm. And once we can really internalize that and realize that waiting in line for coffee or whatever it is, we're we're being impatient about something that isn't within our control. So it is us trying to uh, invoke our own control over something that is uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Well, and we could have controlled everything up until that point in a manner of speaking because like when I worked at a coffee shop I would have like the reason why I thought coffee specifically was because I'd have a lot of very impatient customers even though they could I literally would run through the whole place because it was like the morning rush we were by a train station blah 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 
but somebody would be so impatient every morning. And I finally just said, why don't you wake up five minutes earlier if you know you have to come get your coffee? He looked at me like he wanted me to die right then and there. But I was like, stop making my morning hell. Like, stop being so impatient. Never was late ever again. Really? Never. He was never in a rush after that. Also, he didn't want to deal with me, but <laughs> was like, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there's some consequences. But I was like, that. if you know you're coming to get coffee, don't be impatient. Like, I'm literally trying to help a hundred people in this place right now. But anyway, it is definitely a practice. Something that I struggle with too, specifically for me, is social media and trying to grow a following. And Essentially, this is very common too. This isn't just you. Everybody, even people who are like, I'm not worried about the views, the likes, the followers. A couple months later, they come back and they're like, Why don't I have a hundred million views like these other people? And it's like, Well, how long have you been doing this, Betty Sue? She's like, Well, two months. And it's like, That's why <laughs> you need to. I mean, people work on things for decades before they actually get anywhere. Like, uh, who are you bringing up yesterday? Who are you? <laughs> this is this great. <laughs> um, well, well, yeah, real because I'm mean, the stories are count endless. Like you could go to Mr. Beast. I mean, Mr. Beast was I think he did hundreds of episodes, mm -hmm. uh, hundreds of YouTube videos before he had a thousand subscribers or something like that. Some yeah. number that was like, oh wow, he's the biggest YouTuber now. But the lead up for that was enormous. He well, was yeah. sitting in his car recording his videos in between classes at college or he would skip classes and write I and then record them classes and it was like just because this is what he wanted to do mm -hmm. they weren't pretty they weren't like whatever he he was putting in the time with his community too, patiently breaking down the youtube algorithm every single day with a group of like a dozen people. Exactly. Like working towards something and making something and making really garbage videos. Like eventually you will get somewhere because you'll hopefully you'll learn from that and be like, oh, okay, this didn't necessarily work. What can I do better? X, Y, and Z. That's what I wanted to touch on real quick okay. is exactly that. This is our, literally how we talk. Yeah. yeah our, <laughs> our taste always outpaces our skill a hundred percent because we got into something because we have great taste i love say i love podcasting i love that medium and then you start and you're like i am horrible at this but you know that you're not up to up to the bar that you want to be but that bar will always leave will will always grow and I just wanted to say real quick, I think that patience can easily be looked I have at. no patience to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but it can easily be looked at as relinquishing control. because Which is difficult for most well, people. But wait, I think it actually isn't. I think, I think people see people, many times people are impatient because they are trying to exert control. Thinking of the opposite as relinquishing control in like a negative way but when you're patient and you're relinquishing control so say about creating a youtube channel creating a social media uh, platform you're patient this is going to take me 24 months to see results okay good now i'm going to sit back and wait no 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 you're going to take control you're patient and in control of your outcomes in that you are doing something because it's easy to be like, oh, well, I won't see results for 24 months. Let me watch Black Mirror. Mm -hmm. Let me do this. Let me, let me post. I, I've been, I post every day. I'm just going to keep posting. 
No, you're going to keep posting. You're going to see what works. You're going to adjust and pivot. You're going to take control. Your patience is giving you control rather than relinquishing it. So like you're relinquishing control over the things outside of your your control. I tried to think another another word, but the things outside of you, relinquishing that control, but taking ownership of what I'm doing and how I'm impacting my future. Yep. <laughs> I could see it in your face. I knew you were gonna yep me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the whole thing though. It's control. You know what's silly? What? Maven is a videography platform. (laughs) And this is two weeks in a row now where my camera has given trouble. Last week was overheating Mm because we keep the house pretty warm. Today, I guess I didn't clear my memory card. Well, yeah, before we were using my card or my camera. Well, yeah, I know. But then I started using mine. But yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing is this this show is both. But it's real Patience. because these things do happen. Like we do professional videography for a living, but things do still happen. Like mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't matter what your level is. But I also just want to say that this, this show is about patience. Yes. In that we're also not, we're not trying to grow this show rapidly. This is us uh, stretching our legs, getting started on like more of the education side of entrepreneurship. But, we're also not putting in a ton of effort into the production. This isn't a big video production. The whole point is to make this easy and also showcase you don't need to overthink things. And I think that's that just made me think of something. I had a couple thoughts when you were talking before, and that's why I just went, yep, because I forgot all my other thoughts. I need to start writing them down. Uh, but in relation to that, I already just lost it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's why so many creators, I think, burn out because they're impatient. So they're making 700 videos a week and they're not taking the time to be like, okay, what worked in those? What didn't work? Like they're just, it's tricky because you need to make a lot of stuff in order to get better. But I feel like it's the the very careful balance of making a lot of stuff, but not just making a lot of stuff to get clicks and views and I don't know we take a much more artistic approach to content creation versus a lot of other people who see it just like as a a money grab which is totally fine like neither's right or wrong um but that's why I think burnout is so prevalent just because you are constantly making stuff and you are not patient to get to where you will get eventually um and I just remembered the other thing from earlier I wanted to touch upon. Something that I noticed in myself from this past week, how we were talking about podcasts and you got better at speaking and things like that. uh, And we got better at our craft as we've been going on. Yeah, outside of the show, we were talking about that. Yes. So on his own podcast, on my own podcast, podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Why the the hello? We have a lot of inside jokes and inside uh, voices. Yes, we do. So you might you might hear them sometimes and not have any context, and you'll never get have context. patience. <laughs> but I was recording a couple new. I, <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> One day you might learn. Probably not. Anyway, we'll just laugh at it. Uh, but I was recording a bunch of different Etsy videos this past week, just because that is something that you know I'm passionate about, and I have a lot of 
knowledge in it now. So I'm like, oh, I might as well just share it with people because then <laughs> I had a lot of issues. So this could probably help people. I'm passionate about the business side of it. It's oh, a 100%. tiny little side hustle. Because it's like, I see these things now that could be better. And I don't see a lot of different Etsy creators talking about it. So it's like, oh, well, I might as well just like put that out there for people. But I noticed because I have been on my own podcast talking constantly to a camera filling 30 minutes or 40 minutes or so literally just of me trying to be entertaining but also informing because it's a art news podcast whatever go check it out uh by Amara yes I was just gonna say that okay. uh, <laughs> I forgot your name anywhere you do um, your podcasts but talking constantly has made me better at being able to talk like this and thinking better on my feet because before I would have to plan everything out, plan out all my scripts, and I would have, like, I would read it verbatim. Exactly. And, like, just seeing some people that I've worked with, too, how they also do exactly the same thing, which I find funny because I see it now. I'm like, you don't need to read off your script. Just, like, wing it. But now I was doing the exact same thing because I was like, well, no, I can't just wing it. Like, I need to know every single thing I'm going to say because I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want people to think I can't, I don't know my stuff. And just, like... All these myriad reasons, but because I've had the patience, I'm getting somewhere, I promise, because I've had the patience to continuously record my podcast and that discipline and recording other videos and other content, I've gotten way better at literally just speaking off the cuff and just speaking what I actually know. So having that patience, I've been recording videos now for four years or so, like four, yeah, four-ish years for YouTube. I had to itch my nose, so I, I went around the microphone. Uh, but that's just helped tremendously. And like, it helps too to get all of your thoughts in line and to talk about things. Like that is why we started this podcast too, was to get our thoughts in line for various other projects that we're working on to be able to better talk about things and talk to each other well, in yeah. a public sort of format. Educating together. Like yes. that, being able to to jump in and add to it without interrupting yeah. completely, even though we're still working on it. We're only a few episodes in here. I don't yeah. even know. This might be five, six, four, four, one. Is this the first episode? Blast off. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. But yeah, everything's a practice. Like, yes. And so what is the goal? The goal, set, goal setting and expectations is important because to be patient with your podcast, your goal wasn't to be better at podcasting no it was literally just to make videos <laughs> but having the patience to see what positive outcomes and recognizing the positive out outcomes as they happen those are the small wins along the patient journey mm -hmm. to growth and building something successful for sure yeah it takes a lot of discipline and self responsibility and reliability but you know, you can do essentially anything. And I think also asking why am I doing something is really helpful too. Because a lot of people, their goal is to be like, well, I want a million subscribers. Okay, well, why? Well, because then I can monetize my channel. Okay, well, why do you want that? Well, because I want money. Okay, well, why, like, why do you want money? Because I need to pay my bills. Okay, well, let's figure out what the actual issue is because getting a million subscribers doesn't solve any problems. You're not going to get there realistically. Like now, it's going to take five years, 10 years. It's going to take so much work that when you see people with a million subscribers, they've done so much work before they even start a YouTube channel. Like it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, and say having a million subscribers 
gives you this much money. Exactly. You're putting up a big goose egg. Mm-hmm. It gives you nothing. That isn't, you need to also have the framework, the underlying um, structure and strategy in place where attention gives you opportunity for money. Mm-hmm. Attention alone is only vanity. Right. Yeah, you need to have the business and income in mind. Essentially, your social media should just be marketing for your business until it can become something more if you want it to be. I only want to say more because I feel like marketing for your business, just that phrase has a lot of baggage where I would say awareness of you so people will know well yeah that's what i meant i know it is i only wanted to clarify just because i know people think business marketing one thing no awareness that you exist this is what you do and this is who you are now buy my shit or buy from me (laughs) well yeah basically we're building up the know like and trust part of who we are we want people to know us to like us and to trust us and trust us And then, <laughs> and then they'll be more likely to hire us, work with us, buy from us, support us in some way. Because that is the thing. It's not all about purchasing. Yes. Your biggest fans, we have an episode about 1,000 true fans a few episodes ago. You can find it in the feed. But your fans will be the ones who are spreading the message about who you are, telling people that they love what you're doing. They are your, for lack of a better term, your cult members. They're the ones who are really out there because they love you and they know what's special about you yes they're going to be telling other people they might not give you any money but they might drive people who are giving you money down the line and different things that not money is everything but this is a business podcast and we have to pay the bills Mm -hmm. and you can make money without a million subscribers without a thousand without a hundred you can it's surprisingly easy but it's also extremely difficult once you strategy it's understanding that's the tough part once you figure out what it is you want your product business whatever to be then obviously do the work to build it and make it something but then after that as long as you're doing good work and you actually are enjoying it because a lot of people don't enjoy it but it's just hey i can make money from this you can tell like there's a huge difference and like that's I don't know. It's just yucky to me. Well, and it's patience. What's your timeline? Yeah. Because if your timeline is I need to make money and I need to make it fast, mm-hmm. you're going to do things with money as your North Star. Right. Yeah. But and that's lacks... not sustainable. No. Because then you burn out and then that's how you hate what you're doing because that is just so what? <laughs> I was just going to say, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? So we make independently from one of one another one one of another one of another <laughs> independently from each other we both make our full amount of income personal income to support our lives independently like we have like i don't want to say like full-time jobs like what we do to make money on our own satisfies full-time job salaries plus more independently oh yeah and what is it that we do because i've been doing this for 12 or 13 what year is it 23 13 <laughs> almost 14 years i've been doing this full-time on my own making money why am i not burnt out why are you not burnt out from all these videos and stuff i maybe a little bit on some things but sort of holistically yeah only when it bunches up together then i'm editing for hours and hours and hours and hours of weeks but after that then i'm like man i haven't recorded anything in a really long time or i haven't worked with anybody in a really long time it's been like three days then i'm like Come on, people, chop, chop. Don't you want more videos? Uh, But 
yeah, it just, it, we make it fun and we do things that we actually enjoy. And again, like the diversity of things, that's what I would. Yes. Like it's all in a similar vein of what we do, but it is very diverse and very different because like I have Maven. Well, we both are in Maven, but Maven, which is videography for, uh, realtors specifically, but also just small business owners. And then you help with the strategy and everything for the business side, which is like perfect. And then, yeah, I have an Etsy shop. I have my podcast. I have other YouTube videos. I was teaching for a bit. Uh, what the hell else do I do? Oh, copy editing and just a bunch of different things. But it's fun because it's all in a creative sort of discipline. NFTs, art, design. Oh, yeah. I forgot about all that. Uh, but it's just so much fun. And being able to do all of that is really cool. And same with all of your stuff. Yours is very much like branding, development, uh, strategy, business help and everything. Yeah. Building businesses and strategy is my thing. So Spire is the design business. Built is the web development business. Um, we have Maven, which is a videography business and then all the other things. So kidney stone diet is about health and wellness, reducing your risk for kidney stones. We do a lot with the minimalists, which is all around minimalism and mindfulness. Like we do a lot of different things and that's why it's sustainable because we're not saying I need to make as much money as I can right now. Like I spend a lot of time in NFTs. I helping build projects, helping people grow and do things. There was a return on that investment, but it wasn't make it or make or break. I didn't have to be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm I've spent 14 months on this and I haven't made any money. Like I need to find a job fast. No, I have a bunch of different things going on that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And the benefit of NFTs winding down is I actually could then come over and be like, let's let's push Maven. Let's do more here. Yeah. And let's work together for the first time. Like really like intimately working together. <laughs> Stop. That's for our OnlyFans. <laughs> um, so. But that is the thing. The diversity keeps the burnout away, I think. Yes. So I want to now touch on then how do you build up your patience muscle yes. or how do you practice patience? Because like we talked about at the beginning, he is extremely patient. I am mostly patient, but also <laughs> okay. Easy there. <laughs> uh, I am mostly patient, but I definitely have that cut off for sure. So I always try to work on it and be like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Oh, I didn't leave enough time for whatever. I'm not using my time smart. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. So I try to think of it like, oh, how can I improve upon this and why am I feeling the impatience? But I am for sure way more impatient. Well, yeah. And it it is a practice. Like it isn't something that like, I don't think you're either patient or impatient and you're born that way and you're fixed, like a, f- a fixed uh, outcome in who you are. Like it's, it is a philosophy on life and how we look at things. Mm-hmm. Which, I thought you had more. <laughs> so I tie it back to stoicism and the whole like releasing control of the things we don't have control over and not deciding that things are good or bad. But this is like my uh, 30,000 foot view, I guess. I don't know. So like from a practical standpoint, how do you look at improving patience or even recognizing patience in yourself, the presence or lack thereof? I think just that self-awareness and just being like, okay, I'm feeling really angry right now. Why am I feeling like that? Just 
tied to patients specifically, but also just any sort of emotion like that. Like, why is this making me feel like this? So I think if you notice that, like you're like tapping your foot and looking at your watch and just be like, whoa, like if you can catch yourself in that, that's amazing. Cause then you can just be like, okay, what is happening right here? How can I solve this? And just read some philosophy books about patience and life. And if you think about it, you have your entire life for everything. Like why are it's, we've talked about this where it's like, hurry up and wait where you're hurrying, constantly hurrying, you're hurrying through everything, which I a hundred percent do. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, why did I hurry through all of that when that could have been my day and I could have made it far more enjoyable. So it's expecting something more to come. And it's kind of like a FOMO almost where it's like, well, I don't want to miss out on what else can come if I'm busy working on this or I'm stuck with this. But that could be the thing that could bring you joy, could bring you contentedness. Uh, it's, It's like focusing on specifically talking about like social media and like, well, I want a million subscribers. Where are they? Focus on the journey of getting there. Focus on making really good stuff that can actually help people or entertain people like we talked about last week or the week before. Entertain or inform. If you can do both, that is amazing. But focus on doing one or two or both of those things. You will get there. It'll just take a little bit of time. So just be patient with yourself. Don't get discouraged and focus on your business if you need money, because a a million subscribers isn't going to get you there. So just keep that in mind. Well, and also, I think practically speaking, it's so important to reflect on the small wins because you can be patient. If you're being patient for one lone outcome and say, okay, in 24 months, I will make $100,000 in that year. Well, how about 30 days, 15 days later, when you get your first client, your first sale, that's a win. That, that is what patience is about. I think is measuring and recognizing your wins along the way. So people could say that you're moving the, the finish line say, but like there, there is no finish line. If you have a finish line in what you're doing, I would actually say, stop doing what you're doing and do something else because that finish line shouldn't should never come over the horizon because if you want to get to a completion point, it isn't the sustainable thing that you'll enjoy doing as that completion point gets further and further away. That is very funny. When you were saying that, I was like, yeah, I don't have a finish line at all. Like I don't really, I mean, I have benchmarks obviously that I'd, I would prefer to hit. Yeah. But I mean, that's like, well, yeah, I'll get there when I get there. But that is also how we sort of talked about a little bit yesterday, how that comes from comfort. If you are uncomfortable and you want to get out of your situation and you want nothing more than to get the hell away from certain people and certain things, you're going to work your ass off. You really don't care, but you will be more impatient because you need to change your circumstance because you are not comfortable. Like that is sort of where I come from is this discomfort where like not to get too into it, but I I don't even know where to go for it, but just essentially I wanted to work hard to get away from things and situations and stuff like that and just make a better life for myself where I didn't have to be dependent upon anyone. So I was going to do whatever the fuck it took and like just literally make it work. 
Whereas like you came more from a comfortable sort of background. And can I, yeah, not like wealthy, but sort of the, the difference being like talking about small wins. The, like I would say I was surrounded by negative, pessimistic, impatient people. That was just like the community, sort of the environment I grew up in, like friends at school, like just everything across the board. But the difference is the, people would say when the whole millennials are a problem thing is like everyone's told they're the best. They they get tro participation trophies, this and that. But that was what was different for me was like my parents constantly told me I was the best, constantly reinforced positive behavior to have me push further to be better at everything. Like I wanted to be the best. It wasn't to impress them. It was that the bar in my head was best. This is it. Like I am going to be the best at anything I do. But I had those small wins along the way handed to me that I wasn't even looking for. So like I had a lot of positive reinforcement on things that wasn't empty. It, they were valid reinforcement. But because of that, I think that is how I'm wired now is I'm looking for every little bit that whole like get 1% better every day and that compounds immensely over, over a year, over a decade. Like I just want to be a little better at everything each time I do it. Like this show, the, this shot, I think it's fun. It's so weird and stupid, whatever. Some of these shots we're going to do, we're going to do some weird ones. We should try an upside down one. I mean, you're going to pass the, out. <laughs> the one that we tried uh, just tinkering with the that shot. That was very funny. We're going to do silly things, but it's like, it's not what's better. We should do that next week. We might. Um, doing a weird shot for this podcast. Is that better? It's fun. And that's a win for me. If I'm like, if I can get people to look at the next uh, thumbnail or like just like a, a, a clip and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, why are they shooting it like that? That is satisfying and a win for me. Because it's fun. It's creative. And it's funny because I actually had a quote that was about patience and creativity. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. If there is a rule to creativity that's less breakable than the others, it's that the need for patience is ever present. Ever present, Jesus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucked that up. <laughs> but patience is required for taking in new information and trying to create with that information. It's part of the creative process. Like I got that from the Creative Act, which is a really great book. So you should read it. Well, yeah. And to be great at anything, you have to have the patience to get past sucking. Mm -hmm. Like if you're... It's hard. Well, yeah. If, if you're... We get satisfaction from things we're good at. If you only want to be good at something and you're like, I am going to be good at basketball. And then the first shot you miss. And then you're like, okay, let me go to something else. You're never going to grow. You're never going to get anywhere. So there has to be some degree of patience. But maybe it's like patience to make your first shot. But maybe it's patience to make five in a row. Like... That is funny. I didn't even mean to think this way, but I would stand, be outside in the driveway at my parents' house growing up, shooting the same shot over and over and over again until I could get a certain number in a row. I didn't play basketball. I never wanted to be on a team, but I wanted to be able to make shots. I don't know. That just popped in my head, and it's funny because I don't think bas basketball isn't my sport. It's football. But like, anyway, <laughs> that's a, a little tangent. We but got Michael Jordan over here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 
Jeffrey Michael Saris. Just saying. Whoa, that's weird. Basketball champ. <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah. Anyway, so do you have a final thought on how to practice patience? Like for me, it's the small wins. It's realizing yeah, so it, the importance of having little markers. Yeah, like celebrating those, but then not letting that sort of be your final resting place if you will unless Mm -hmm. that's fine for you which that is great like do whatever makes you happy but yeah don't forget to celebrate those because I a hundred percent don't do that and I know that's something that you've tried to help me I'm like no fuck it that doesn't matter I need to get to x so well and I think I'm not patient is what I'm learning (laughs) but I think that's combined with action like the other the other part is you have to be doing more more it's exploration of things you enjoy. So it isn't like, let me do more of these things I hate to make more money. It's like, no, let me, oh, look at that book. That book's interesting. Let me read this book. It has nothing to do with business, nothing to do with anything. But you're you're expanding your connections because action yields opportunity, <laughs> yields experience. Yeah. Experience yields opportunity. Opportunity necessitates more action. This is like, I need to come up with a name for this because I say it all the time and the I Sarah's tweeted method. it. I know, right? The Sarah's system. Hello. Uh, Sarah's cycle. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. There you go. Sarah's cycle. Sarah's cycle. What are you writing? <laughs> Sarah's cycle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are uh, basically at time. Yes. How do you want to uh, close out your thoughts? Do that. Your cute little nose. How do you want to close out your thoughts on patience? I guess just along what you were saying, always be curious, always be creating, no matter what it is. Like creating isn't just putting... That was like your outro for your show. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Amara Andrew, never stop creating. Oh, look at that. But genuinely, like do not stop being curious, do not stop being creative. And if you notice those things in yourself when you were feeling impatient, feel it, make sense of it, try to rationalize what is this and why am I feeling this? And then you can move on and be a better person. So that's it. Yeah, and I just wanted to, this isn't a joke. This is an actual quote Ugh. from Teller, from Penn and Teller. Oh. Yeah, because like it ties to this. And I always found this amazing. I, I prefer to read it so I say it exactly right. But one of the greatest magicians of all time. And the quote is, sometimes magic is just someone spending more time on something than anyone else might reasonably expect. There's jokes that Penn, jokes, I keep saying jokes, we're so much into com- comedians, Come but on, there man. are magic tricks, there's illusions that Penn and Teller developed for decades before performing the first time. Because putting in that practice, putting in that time, having that patience gets you extraordinary results. Extraordinary results are extraordinary. The ordinary results are what everyone else is doing. But if you're patient and dedicated and focused and learning as you go, you can get extraordinary results in anything you do. I really wanted to go. Well, behind you, it sounded like a speech, but it was very motivational. Good job. My fellow mavens, today. I- <laughs> okay, anyway, so we should probably be wrapping up. If you have a question, Oh, yeah. Call in. We have a voicemail uh, box. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't call. So the phone number is 530-628-3611. That's 530-MAVEN11. Or write us a letter. That would be fun. You could write us a letter at our social media accounts, at Jeff Saris, at Amara Andrew most of the time. 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, that number, 530-628-3611. We would love to answer any and all questions about entrepreneurship, any silly question, whatever you have, videography, if you're a realtor, if you're a realtor, <laughs> I'm slurring my words. I think it's about time to, to wrap. But um, oh, so yeah. your recommendation this week, if we did have a recommendation. You go first. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you already sort of recommended something. Yeah, the book. Yeah. Would that be a recommendation? Do you think our our dear listener should <laughs> well like we have, no ex- we have no expectations of numbers listeners views whatever we're here to create practice get better and help you get better oh well, yeah hopefully this is at least helpful to one fucking person if you're out there greg say hi. <laughs> i keep picking that name i don't know why uh yeah the creative act is amazing at by first who? Uh, by Rick Rubin. <laughs> I don't know why you give it that accent. but <laughs> I don't know. We, I think you probably recommended it last week now that act. I think about it. Yeah, I did. But that's fine. I'll recommend it again. Uh, yeah, it's really good. At first, I wasn't too into it because it felt very flowery of writing. Like it felt too ephemeral and kind of nebulous with thoughts and things like that. So I was like, oh, God, I feel like I'm back in grad school. Uh, but then as I was reading it, I was like, oh, no, like, it's kind of you need to read it slowly. This isn't this isn't a skim to get knowledge or information. Are you saying this is a book that you should read patiently? <gasps> oh my god, I did. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> yes. And literally he actually has a whole chapter on patience, which was weird because I literally opened the book this morning and where I left off was the patience chapter. So fucking. And we had this topic already planned. Already planned. We already talked about it. Yeah. Yesterday, (laughs) uh, which was really weird. And I sent it to him while he was still sleeping this morning. I was like, (gasps) Oh yeah, definitely creative act again for week number two in a row. Maybe even week three. I think I also recommended it on my other podcast. So good. I just love it. It's his name again. Rick Rubin. It's very uh, inspirational. <laughs> I don't know why you he, Why not? He, he does not pronounce his name that way. If Jeff you haven't seen Ceres. him. Thank you. <laughs> wow. All right. So What's up? to close out. Oh, God. Why does it take pirates so long to learn the alphabet? Because they only know R. Why does it take pirates so long to learn the alphabet? Because they could spend years at sea. Oh, God. See, patience. <laughs> Pat- be a patient pirate. <laughs> All right. Thanks be for watching patient. What is Maven. <laughs> watching, listening, wherever you are. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Yeah. And let us know in the comments below what you do to be patient. Tell us. Bye.